welcome to the OC154 podcast. In this first episode of the podcast, H and I are having a look at the indigenous South African languages. So during the month of June, Motsuring and CDFM celebrated their birthdays, and we thought this would be such perfect time to reflect on the state of African languages, and to also interrogate the role that vernacular media plays in growing and advancing these languages. As you will hear, the conversation quickly morphs into a debate about how the pedantry that surrounds the use of these languages hinders their day-to-day use, and arguably their growth too, you know. In this brief argument, you really get to hear how our respective life experiences and upbringings really shaped our attitudes towards our mother's tongue. So I grew up in a Zona-speaking town in the Free State, and I went to the township schools from the beginning all the way to my matric year. And age, on the other hand, comes from a vendor-speaking family, but spent a greater part of his schooling years in Gauteng and went to a former Model C school. I spoke my mother tongue for the most part of my schooling years, and age had an almost opposite experience. And you can really hear how these opposing experiences filter through to our conversation and the views we take on this. This is truly a South African conversation more than anything. I'm sure many can relate to this kind of dynamics. At some point in the podcast, we also have a look at the vernacular radio stations, where we shine a spotlight on the state of these radio stations at the current moment, and whether they are living up to the expectations we have of them, and whether they will survive these technological times where the internet is taking over everything. At the beginning of the podcast, we also reflect on our failed attempts of getting into radio, which I promise will make you feel really good about yourself. This is a subject matter that is close to our hearts, so I really hope you enjoy the podcast. Final lemonade age, but the number didn't even try to get it to radio and stuff. I don't, I don't remember you making any attempts, but it's just we always spoke about. But I don't remember you like recording a demo to submit somewhere. Hey, ask you, we're trying. <laughs> I did do a demo for some smaller FMs, they in Limpopo Choice FM. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I was, I was going to. Ashiva Shawa created these funny small line and original local stations. Yeah, like competing against Capricorn. Right? Capricorn is this big station that he's trying to fight against, fighting for the slice of the pie. With Energy FM, you can imagine just how big that station could be <laughs> with a name like Energy FM. Yeah. <laughs> that was good choice FM. So I did send them. I actually didn't get a response from them, but I think they were quite solid demos. But Vow FM, I also went. Did you? I don't remember you so telling me about going to Vow, bro. Remember, we did the first year applications. I think we did first year applications yeah. together. And I did. Something I went happened. for interviews because it was never demos with with Vow. I think I went for two interviews actually. I went for an interview, but it was after second, third year. I'm sure I was housecom by then already. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, so. I knew the girls that were there. Yeah. They were talking about <laughs> I must be a journalist. I'm like, I know. Do you say? Story. They're, t- oh, they're talking about our 
posts must we everybody must be a journalist and follow up on stories i'm like ah, no nah, i'm not trying to be a journalist i'm trying to be on air here yeah. so they give you that um general knowledge questionnaire i don't know if you got it where they ask you about like, news the news current affairs okay they didn't ask me that but to me it was in an interview format where they like I remember that week the big story was Bosasa and then Batavia Tamini. It was just interview, but about they didn't give like a no, there was no questionnaire or anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. We had a question and then we spoke about the questionnaire. So they did like a long list of questions of current affairs news. Yeah. But when you listen to the station, no one talks about those things. You're like, what are you interviewing me for? I won't even lie. I don't remember listening to it other than when uh, I had the uh, yeah, pick up. Especially when I know the interviews come, I'm like, okay, let me hear what the kind of guys managed to get in, so that mm-hmm. I have an idea. Yeah, maybe like guys doing, you know, those silly features. What's that one thing you can never live without? You know, those oh, silly like, sure. but in the interview they ask you about the 17 million that disappeared in Bosasa. I'm like, Ibo. So mm-hmm. why would you ask me those questions that have nothing to do with what I'll be doing once I'm on air? I think it's because Vow FM is a part of its journalism. So I think they take some of the journalism students and place them at Vow for like research purposes, yeah. getting questions, news and all that kind of stuff. So it's not a news station, but I mean, a, a radio station would still need to be journalistic, yeah. like for content wise. This is stuff that's happening in the world. I'm sure for their news bulletins as well. So I think a lot of people who are there are journalist students. Yeah. I know a girl. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I know the opera. Yeah. As well. You know a girl who what? It was a journalist student as well. And I don't know if you're breaking. That. I don't know if it's the internet or. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Just that you keep breaking and I did that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, I was saying the, the, the host was a journalist student. Yeah. There was, I'm sure a lot of people, they were journalists. Yeah. Maybe that's why there's a lot of current affairs questions and that stuff. But I wasn't too sure how it helps them make sense of whether or not you can do the work. I still don't get it. I guess they're just trying to get a sense of, are you paying attention to this stuff kind of thing? Oh, yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Like, yeah. Because you, oh, you must be knowledgeable. Yeah, you must be reading at least and keeping up with what's happening. But when you listen to the station, they're talking about Kim Kardashian. That's my problem. Oh. But why is it that we went to Vids but never felt like you must listen to Vow? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it never felt like, you know how a community session would cover the news of the community and, and you'd want to, yeah, you'd want to listen to the station for very community-related information, which in this, this case, Vids would be the community. But uh, you know, I think maybe it's because of yeah. that, uh, I don't think they did that. I don't think they did what you'd expect out of a inverted commas a commentary station, which covers very because you shouldn't be you shouldn't have to feel like you can substitute them for metro. Yeah, you should feel like yes. you'd go there if yes. you want to listen to something that is not metro, something that talks about what's happening at. For example, Vuvuzela is with all its That's shittiness. Right. We would read it because it did that. I think Vuvuzela was not a. Every Friday would. We're like, okay, let me hear what Habib said this week. You know what I mean? It was not mm. absolute mm. bullshit with, with its all its flaws. But VFM never mm. felt like that, bruh. It never felt That's like very... Yeah. It never felt Which like Which begs that. the question, does South Africa really have these small communities? I think South Africa doesn't. 
Say again. You saying that's another question. We have small communities because I don't think we do. Okay, where they forget because you now listen to even okay issues that are happening in 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 Tawanj. Yeah. Where are you going to get that? that? Ah, man, there are some really okay community radio stations, to be honest, but I remember, I know home, there's like Musupatel. It's not a very good quality radio station, but mm-hmm. there's stuff you'd get there that you wouldn't get anywhere else. That would just be... Okay, sure. Yeah. So it's just that you can argue whether they're the quality or not, but at least they're doing what is, is expected of them, you know what I mean? So I, did, uh, I mean, even in university space, that is kind of a community. I'm sure if you're doing a really good job... You can get. You should be able uh, to have, yeah, like, mentress jubilee type content. You should yeah. Be so if it's done well, people collections. You should be. We are recording live from the housecom elections at mentress. Like that's yeah. how you should be pumping yeah. up that community. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. Because I remember I went to LXFM. I was doing some stuff for work. Yeah. We teaching about stuff in financial education. Ah man, it was really. Was too big. They they were dealing with more bigger issues than I think they should have. Yeah, yeah. As you're saying, you don't want to substitute for why. Yeah, I don't like want to say I would. could just listen to why. I don't need to listen. Yeah. Even from like a music point of view, kind of thing, because you should be bringing in those smaller artists mm. who only you know that Alex that have not blown up outside so even music wise i think you'd have to bring up those kind of artists that should be your big your big your staple foods even music wise but i don't think alex fm got it right well for the times that i was there it felt very international like as well because also the audience because also a balance between you don't want to scare the audience away i mean which audience don't you want to scare away like uh, when you bring too many like local artists or whatever, people might say, okay, we don't know who these guys are. We want to listen to the music we are used to, which is mainstream or whatever. So the audiences are not always accepted. So a good balance would help. You know what Batkara used to do, ne? Batkara, when he was still doing like afternoon drive, only say, he would, he used to call that thing the demo session or something, where like unsigned sure. artists, so yeah, that's that exactly what you're talking about. He would do that. You bring in the, the demo and whatever. And now there's like a big movement of uh, Sisutu hip hop, like, Tip, mm. like basically that's almost where it started where mm, it getting this Sisutu, yeah but this time we getting this sort of hip-hop guys and he started to slowly introduce us to them because i don't think it's as easy as if you're bringing all the local guys to come play on air because some honestly speaking sometimes their, their quality is also not that good doesn't mean like every local artist guy is making good music there's a reason well, some made it big yeah so so you want to make it a balance you want to I guess get the best you can get from that community of upcoming artists, but also but you doing... must be searching. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sure, definitely, definitely. That's why such features are useful, the, 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 like the one that particular mm. head. That's why they're useful. Yeah. So uh, they do that. I mean, it became a big movement. I mean, not so to hip hop. Brand the first state is big, man. Like uh, yeah, mm. big. Bro. For you guys, even know about that this standard now, bro. Like yo, sure. Mm, it's big. Okay. Now. Yeah. So they are trying, shame, they are trying. Uh even even them, this this vernacular stations, especially because yes, there's community stations, but they're still national uh vernacular stations, which I think have even more power. 
but you sure. find they still operate in the same communities that you're talking about. For example, uh, this is uh, not a community station, it's a national station. They, so they could easily make an upcoming artist big, but they could easily make it. That's true. Mm. But where should they find that artist, as you see? They should be finding him from the smaller Tawancho FMs. Yeah. Tawancho FMs radius should be enough for them to get the best guy. Yeah. In yeah. Tawancho. Yeah. To yeah. send out to the bigger Venek station, for example. Yeah. But the throughput, because I think, I do think, for example, Parapara did a lot to bring up people like Womakadzi, people like Venda Rap guys, um, even this boy who's in Black Coffee's album now, Una Rams. Um, there's a lot of guys that, I can't remember the names now, but there's a lot of guys that came out. Yeah, Womizo, Mizophil. A lot of these young guys were doing a lot of music. So, but because let's say, for example, Choice was there or Makado FM, it helped them move on to like Parapara. And then once national, it's, it's, I guess it's easy sailing from there. So I think that's what I, I, I like, though. When you can zone into a small community, then from there, that small community that you have can allow more growth, which I think Val could have done that. Yeah, they're not, they're not doing they're not doing very well in that one. Uh, to be honest, uh, in the presenters' day, uh, they were not they were not of the greatest quality. And they would win these awards, bruh. You know, they, every year they win like five radio awards, best campus, what, what, campus oh, this. Oh, shit. I actually, never told, I actually played soccer with them. I don't know if I remember if I told uh-uh. you this. When you say them, did they have a soccer team for the station or they had something? They a soccer team. They had a VAW soccer team. I used to play for the VAW soccer team. For it, not, not... For it. For <laughs> wow. Not... With the guys that play, yeah, guys with have, DJs, yeah. Yeah. producers, and everything. Yeah. There's a guy now on Kaya FM, used to play with him as well. Keys, I don't know if you know Keys. Mm-hmm. They speak about him on, on Kaya. He, I yeah. think he produced Skumba show at some point. Yeah, he said Keys. DJ Keys, yeah. DJ Keys, yeah. Well, yeah even Mvangeli, yeah. Mvangeli Nzoza. Yeah. He now does um, breakfast over the weekends with Babi Muloy. On what on power? Used to be on, on Kai FM before, now is at Power FM. Yeah. Used to be with on Kai and Skumba used to diss him a lot about his voice. Um Vangel and Zuza that uh, yeah. hey Vangel, we are boy. He yeah. did a bit with with, with Prabob at that time. He was traffic, he was reading traffic. Yeah. He was also yeah. at Val. Yeah, he was also at Val. Okay. Keys was also at Val. There's a couple of other guys, even the manager. I remember the guy's manager. I think the guy's manager, the station manager's name is Mike or something. Mike, the white Mike. guy. Yeah. He's there at, at, at Val. Yeah. yeah, I used to play soccer with them. Oh, I used okay. to play soccer with them. This is funny. It's a funny story, actually. I yeah. even forgot about yeah. my time. And the time at the time, it was to use it to get into the station. Yeah. I remember. And that also didn't work. How, why, why did that work? I didn't push. I don't think I pushed hard enough. The soccer thing was now just more interesting. Because oh, even now, I can keys and we'll remember each other. I'm Vangeli, we'll remember each other. That's how much that's how much we play together. Sometimes I even went. I think it was the time I went to the station just to chill. I, I even forgot I have a dream now that I was there. And like I just yeah. hung out there. Yeah. So I Hoping guess, uh, someone would say... Okay, the person supposed to host they didn't pitch up, you know those classic <laughs> about DJs yeah, so DJ stories. Kind of yeah, yeah, like then that's where you got your big break. <laughs> those, those kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I guess the push then died down a little bit. Eh? I yeah. guess I just, we just. I, so I think you stopped caring. Yeah, I think you stopped caring. Eh? Yeah, I won't lie. Yeah. When when the audio book thing came about, I realized there's actually another entry here. This okay. you can use your voice for just more than trying to do links and back announce songs. Yeah. Now you can do like a full book, narrate, bring it to life, do with it as you please, create the characters and whatever. Then by the time I got my mic, yeah. a lot of content I did through the narrations. Then as I think like 2017, 16 is when I could see the the, the, the Joe Rogan podcast game also coming up. Uh, then I think we also started to see that maybe radio is not all there is anyway. Remember when we recorded with GT yeah. at GT's house? Yeah. Because yeah. what we did was like a, we still wanted to emulate radio, radio. Yeah. but it was still very much a podcast if you think about it. I wonder yeah. where that recording is. Yeah, it was still yeah. very much a part. And yeah, we're recording with this thing, if you think about it. Is it's that the amazing. one? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the one. The yeah, so yeah, which is something also, another thing that's interesting. But do you think, does that, I, so because I, sometimes I get I get a sense of it when listening to a Nabo Megji or a Nabo Garai, because well, in South Africa, the guys who are on podcast now, the guys who are on radio, that, what can I call that, that radio hangover, where they still have this, uh, they still, they feel like sure. they need to still bring in like the radio stuff they used to do, like that McGee's game of his, those kind yes, of where you feel like ah you're doing a podcast, you don't need to do that anymore. Him very much so. I think McGee for all his quality is very much a radio guy yeah. who's just happened to be in a podcast space. Yeah. Hence it's still very much driven by the interviews. Nah. His podcast is still very much driven by the interviews. He's he's gotten better by himself, but even by himself, he still wants to do a lot of radio sort of like yeah. things. Like a effects. Yeah, yeah. It's very much a radio yeah, thing very, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because the last time when remember that because now that interview, even though he recorded a long time ago, the one with Chile Ambra, in there, I think he was still talking about. He's still trying to get into radio. He's just doing yes. his podcasting on the side. He even had yes. some, I think even those games, I think some of the things he had on his laptop for storing them for one day when he's doing a radio he show. Even whipped out a file, we were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking I think that's why he pulled out some of the game or, or I don't know if it's a topic or Features what. Features and topics and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Chilean really laughed at him. Yeah, it's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <bro. laughs> But he had a yeah. lot of ideas. No, uh, McG is very much a radio guy, to yeah. be honest. Very yeah. much a radio guy. And do you think that hinders him from like doing a good podcast? Because podcasts, I, I think, maybe does need a bit of different energy and a different attitude about it, man. How different would you say? Like, what would be the difference? I mean, we always say, for example, now if if I was to ask someone who criticizes the radio to say, no, radio is dead, podcasts are taking over them. The first criticism would be, I don't know, use the word fakeness or the, the staging of radio. Like radio has this, the links, you have to do things, you have to say this within two minutes before you go to a song, to just a topic, sure. throw forward, you know, that, like that curation of it all. And mm. versus a podcast, which many would say, no, it's just people just hanging around, talking, 
uh, with no interruptions, just having as close to a natural conversation as you could possibly have. So isn't he always like on his back of his mind wanting to make a podcast sounding like a radio show, like that hangover, that little hangover from radio where he's, like you said, the sound effects, where he has mm. this needs for, uh, I don't know. I think that can actually be a good thing. So it means that you also now stretch the podcast game. You're not just operating from a hangover, but you're also using what you know to make the podcast more interesting. So I don't know if you ever took time to listen to Chappelle's one. On I'm, I'm yet to. I'm yet to. Let me note that down. Yeah, I'm yet to. Yeah, they have too many so, podcasts lined up. Yeah. Because Chappelle is a comedy guy, yeah. he's done a TV show. He, Emma, that thing is well produced, Joe. Like you can tell these are guys who've been on TV. They understand. They're just using audio to enhance the experience. So they did an interview with some other guy who they called. Like, you know, okay, let's call that guy. Yeah, McGee's calling is very much a radio He's, thing because you yeah. have him on the line kind of thing. Yeah. So these guys called someone because they mentioned up they mentioned him in the podcast when they were having the conversation. Then they call him. But the way that they did the post-edit is that they made it look like this guy walked into a sitcom. So they had effects of people laughing. Okay, like yeah, it would be yeah, um, their music, background music playing. Like a grand entrance. Yeah. It's not a Joe Rogan experience at all. Yes, yes, yes. But just because he could do it for that episode, he did it. And he could only do it well because he's got... TV experience. So that TV experience enhances the podcast experience that you then face and hear. So he will do some effects, some voice, nyana, quotes, play a quote, let's say, by Barack Obama, where Barack Obama said a similar kind of thing and just mash it together. So it's, it's, it's the way he's doing it. You can see this guy comes from. Um, from 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 TV. from TV, yes, but but on that, uh, if I may interject, like it it needs to come with a. This would be a best place to do it. It shouldn't be this. We are trying to create a, a a different version of a TV show. It would be like okay, we have this tool we use on TV to to do this. So this would be the best time to bring it in. But it's still a podcast where he's just bringing in spice and salt there just to spice things up nicely for the podcast. Not to say I'm. Um, I'm hoping my podcast would sound like that, my TV show, which oh, I'm yes. scared if McGee... But I, I don't think he does it a lot, Jim. I'm, I'm, I'll be unfair if I said he does that. He does still do a podcast or whatever. But it feels like he he still feels like it's missing things if he doesn't have the radio things, even though they might not necessarily be necessary. You know what I mean? So imagine if Chappelle only did all the, 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 all the guests, all he did is did that introduction, even yeah. though it's not a, it doesn't feel... Like the right. right time, yeah, you know what I mean. So, so, True. so it's I, nice. I, I, I see what you're talking about because they, I mean, we can't throw what is it? What's that English saying? The baby out with the, with the bath water. water, we need not. I mean, of course, there are nice things that they can bring along from their radio and broadcasting experience and all that into the podcast. Sure. And just then, there, where there's some good things they took from radio that they can add into the podcast. but it did not, it need not feel like it's not a good podcast if it doesn't have radio things in it. Or mm-hmm. TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. And hence, hence, remember, we always say, hence, I don't know, Fresh can never have a good podcast. We always say that. Fresh can never, 
more flavor yeah. than never have a podcast. Yeah, no, I hear my yeah. thinking. You know what I mean? Because like they, they also know. And, they, and yeah, I think they know. Because why hasn't Fasha had a podcast now? There's Left Radio. He's a big name. He's got big following. I mean, there's audiences. Why? He can do it. Exactly. Okay. I mean, there are two podcasters in the house. Like, mm-hmm. big podcasters, not just, uh, you know what I mean? And he even said, you remember that, um, that what is it, but that, those conversations that Gareth had in his thing, eh, where he brought in him and Abo Robert Marawa. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. He uh, himself proudly said, my people will always find me. I remember him saying that proudly. Yes, and this is after yes. he had been fired from Metro to 947. It's like, my people mm-hmm. will always find me. Come on, Fresh, start a podcast and let your people find you. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Maybe he's recording one. Maybe that's why he's quiet. Nah, he's, he's DJing that man now. He's DJing. I follow him on Instagram. He's always DJing. Because it is the DJing thing. There's not much pressure, bruh. You just find nice songs and your big name. You're in the lineup. People rock up, bruh. Podcast. Oh, yeah, they find... yeah, so they find him there. Let's do a podcast and let's find you DJ Fresh, the big dog. Let's find you. Yeah, no, I think, yeah. But I do think, though, those added elements are helpful for the podcast game, man. I don't like it, like you're saying, if it becomes too... Recreate a radio show. Yeah. yeah. Don't recreate. Don't recreate and don't try make it so what it's not. Yeah. But the added bits, because you like like people's experience, because I think that's what a podcast is good for. Mm. It gives you the people's experience. And I'd like to connect this to like the piano sound, which I think is probably one of the best sounds to ever come out uh, yeah, of South yeah. Africa it's, in our uh, era. So part of the pianos, but they are not. <laughs> but that's because each artist who then took a hold of it could mm. do with it as they please. The way Risma Lisa does it with Zuma, because they've got a quieto sort of like influence. You can feel it. In the track, vocalistic is more a hip hop kind of guy. You can feel it in the track. The vocalists can come in with their quality vocals and do it well, whether it's a trill or whatever, right? They do it really well, which then enhances the sound. It makes the sound, it stretches the sound in a nice way. Enriches it, yeah. Yeah. They are not all trying to Sol, Sol would not be happy to, to you calling vocalistic hip <laughs> Hey, shit on that man. Yo, 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 yo. No, he's not very impressed. <laughs> he's not very impressed with vocalistic. <laughs> I, I won't lie. That was probably the best time that I thought Sol really broke down a story nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Detailed it to us nicely. No. So we're chilling there, and hey, you know, Zola's got a twang. Yeah, yeah never yeah, forget. Mm, no, no, he also doesn't forget. <laughs> he mustn't forget. He also doesn't forget. <laughs> hey, he's yeah. twanging. Worse than yeah. McGee is funny enough, and McGee's got a twang. Yeah. But Zola really goes in, eh? With no. it. Like, he makes sure. No, I think it's so a no, good no, no. for it. Mm, mm. Just sitting there, and Focalistic is there. It's like, okay. I'm like, hey, Zola really can. can Bring out this model C from first Loras. I did so fine, you know, because he, he never misses sounding like it. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is also a function of South Africa's the broadcasting space. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 not a good thing. It has made a lot of people not come into the space. Yeah. The likes of myself. Yeah. 
because you always thought you don't sound right. And we are facing this doing um, the audio book work that I do, right? So how do you read English? Yeah. What, like, what is the right way to pronounce palatable. things like? How do you sound palatable? Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. we do a book for someone like a season before well, she was a St. John's. Yeah. And we must try and emulate the author. Yeah. So we find ourselves fighting over the word apartheid as we are producing it, right? So like, we know this guy would say apartheid because he's that guy. What about poem? I know you had a big problem with poem. What about poem? Poem. Poems. Mm. And there is, they actually read, do read a poem. Yeah. And I do say, I know it doesn't make sense. Poem sounds, hey, it sounds too much. My poem sounds very much better. It's got a thing. It's got a yeah. can thing about. So you see, you find those words where you all get tripped up about agile. Maybe it's not palatable. It's palatable or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And we don't have a white person like in studio. If yeah. you get what I'm saying? We are not producing this thing even in the hopes of trying to appeal to a way of speaking English. We want to give people an opportunity to just be as ragged as they want to be. But when we produce, we also find ourselves tripping over a hey, no man. You have to sound a... smooth. You have to sound smooth. Huh? But that's the thing. What does mm, inverted what, commas? What is yeah, inverted commas. Yeah, yeah. What is smooth? So we we get a lot of demos from voice artists, and you can see this guy is really strangling his tongue. So that it can squeeze out that little bit of Model C English that we all fight so hard to get. Hey, yeah. it's 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 quite a sad it's quite a sad thing to watch. Mm, mm. But I think more and more people should just come out, man, and yeah. let us speak as we speak. It can only help the game, I think, because mm. there are those of us who say apartheid at the end of the day. Yeah. And then you are missing out on a whole range of content that you could you could be having because people didn't get in because they don't sound like uh, how they should be sound you know you know but but Mm. i I always said he wished to get into yfm for his like when yfm like the golden days of yfm he was amongst the guys there sure but uh, come on he's but he probably didn't sound like dj seb or whatever or whoever was (laughs) there to choose between him and, and, and the person so he yeah that's how you end up and then now he's doing fine i mean he's, he's, he speaks sort of very well and he's doing very well and he's he's still doing what he would be doing on on yfm so maybe then begs the question of should we be now trying to um what's the word should we be trying to include uh, other variations of speaking english or should we now be yeah. opening our minds to we can have content in any language like it's possible to have content in any language you don't need to now say okay let's have a black accent english guy when they could just be speaking their mother tongue well we are in south africa i mean nothing has fascinated me more than how nigerians speak english yeah there's nothing that has fascinated me more than that they do with the language as they please and that's what people do with languages because the soto you are speaking and the soto your mom speaks are different and the function is experience, where you grew up, where you went, what you did with your time, how much of it you spoke, how you mixed it, and ended up finding a Venta guy at OC154, which must have affected the way your Soto sounds, right? So that is important. I think that is, that experience is important. And 
I don't think it should not translate itself into English either. I think English must also show that it's also been affected by a tongue like mine, which speaks Venda. Because, so for example, I struggle with vowels sometimes. Bird and bird mm. and bed. Yeah. That's just a function of our vowels. But mm. you want that experience to come out into the English. Do you get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. there is no one way, like you said, you are in the UK, but the way they speak, it they sound like foreign. <laughs> they are the English, for God's sake, but they, they sound exactly. foreign to me. Yeah, yeah. And then when they find themselves speaking to American guys, mm. even if they are both black, it's not like there's someone who's saying, no, this is a black accent of it. English is a language that has variations. Much like Venda's got variations, if I'm speaking it in Joburg, the Zulu guys always complain about it between Zulu and KZN and yeah. Zulu that the people speak in Joburg. And famous that, the Tongas as well, Tongas in Limpopo, Tongas in Pumalanga, yeah. Exactly, and yeah. the ones you will find going towards Mozambique. So we yeah. all have that. Yeah. I don't see why that can happen with English. I just don't see why it can happen with English because for me it's a function of a language. It's not this thing that it is in South Africa where there's just a proper way. Oh, you speak so well. It's not even like that. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not so I've gone out of my way quite maybe performatively that work to sometimes say I don't know what the English word is and say the bit the bit in Venda and then someone will help me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I what I'm interested in a lot in South Africa language wise, Joe, we all mix, man. There's nobody is this why why are English speaking person? Well, unless they are English speaking probably private school kids and whatever. But why? I think that should be form part of what makes us mm. our version of English, much like Pidgin English in, in Ghana or Nigeria. The language must always be fluid. It's, it's it's not the same. We're not all speaking like Shakespeare now anyway. But then are you would you take that argument and also apply it to the, to the opposite direction where uh, remember the conversation we once had about how um, purists, I guess, the Venec radio stations are about languages. Uh-huh. Uh, would you apply it because they could make someone who who's not speaking a good Soto could make the same argument and say, no, well, this, this is my Soto uh, that I learned in Soweto, so I should sure. be allowed to speak it the way I want to speak it. Uh, is, would that argument still apply? I think that would also help our languages develop even better to get. I think because language develops because you are talking it mm. and you speak it in accordance with where you are at a time. So Twana FM, for example, mm. is very much a Pretoria station. Mm. They say they speak Vanek, but they don't speak any of the 11 official languages. I have a feeling they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but they speak a version. Yeah. That a station can sustain itself. That's how they speak. Or whatever. Right? Whatever they are saying. Right? But they help preserve the language in accordance with where it finds itself location-wise and how the people in that space speak it. There's no way the Soto you guys are speaking on the border of Lesotho is the same as what's spoken in Lesotho. Yes, but but you are this, speaking... mm, no, but that's a tough one. It's because now there's also a question of slang, right? Um, where there's 
Sesotho that's spoken, let's say Lesotho and in the Free State. And they can both appreciate that these are both Sesotho. But then there can be a third version. It's like, now this is no longer Sesotho. Now it's starting to sound not like Sesotho. Um, you know what I mean? Where like now you're killing the language. It's no longer preserving it. Like you are destroying some way. Like, for example, you start, uh, I remember uh, when I was doing Swana in high school, where you could start to get away with just translating things into from English and unifying them, so to speak, like where but they call them Maadi, where you like borrowing a word from English. But then even the word would would have into one already, you could just convert it and, and turn it into a, a Tswana word. And now you're no longer speaking Tswana, now you're just speaking Tswana in, in setting English where you don't have words. Or, so what, or even what, slang. What is language? I've actually got a book. I don't know if I took it back. Yeah. Where I'm trying to understand language. So this guy breaks down how important language is in the human development. Language is probably what makes us separate from other other animals because we really can communicate and have full-on conversations, sit face each other. But you won't see lions or dogs sort of like for a yeah. podcast. Yeah. So language is what we use to, to transfer information. So I think we may be speaking from a sense that it's a, we've been colonized, so we need to preserve the language. I think the language should be spoken because I know I don't speak the same vendor my father speaks. My father doesn't even speak the same vendor my grandmother speaks. The function there is the experiences that we all had but we can all speak to each other mm. and when i'm speaking my grandmother says that's not how you say this but that's how i understand it but she also understands it the function of the language is to communicate between people and people communicate with their experience so i don't think there's a way we can say that's a slippery slope man we've saved it what are you saving? Because no, it's that's a, no, time. That's a slippery, that's a slippery slope. I, I remember Tuas and Batkada on, the, on their breakfast show. They once had, because I think in celebrating, um, I don't know if this is when they were celebrating their birthday as a station or there was some African languages month. I can't remember well. So they had a professor from, from some language professor from University of Free State. Né? So they allowed uh, listeners to call in to just ask. So basically, a similar thing to that lady, that thing that that lady did on on Tibo's show on KFM, where she just explained the history of things. But this this yes. guy was just explaining the history of the words and the language we use or the mm. phrases that are used in Sesotho. So the, the words have origins, and they there's a there's a story of how they came about. There's a story of how we and they ended up being called a certain thing. So when you when you no longer, um, when you deviate from that, are, are you really creating, uh, is it like, can we say, no, it's fine, run with it, or are you just breaking the rule of language? Because language in inverted commas is like a set of rules on how we want to communicate. So we agree, okay, this is what we are going to call this item. The, 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 but on what basis do we agree? Based on what? Yeah, but like you said, how we experience it, like the, like all these words will have the stories of when the, uh, the missionaries arrived, we, there was this item, and we, we ended up calling it this. So yeah. later, when someone doesn't call it 
that, but it's just not pronounced it correctly, for example. Yeah, but the dictionaries are not there anymore. I mean, now... Yes, but the word is still that word. I, I don't know how to put it. Like, um, you know, there, there's a, uh, they said the, um, who's the, the queen, the, the English queen said, there's no such thing as American English and and British English. That's just English. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which is speaks to that purest thing. Like, I hear what you're saying, but there's also an element of when when can we still say this language is still Sesotho, this language is still Venda, when the, it has nothing that resembles Venda anymore even. We just came up with our own words, uh, our own slang, our own Jubek slang, and we still want to call it Venda when it doesn't even have anything that resembles Venda anymore. Because you can call I, anything anything any, now. Like you can just, I can just speak anything and say, no, that's my version of Sotho, that's my version of Swana. But I mean, I'm sure the language that we are trying to make the root language is also a version of some other version. These Explain are all that. moving, they are moving through time. So let's say the, the Sotho we are speaking now yeah. is the one that was more formulated around 1936. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's another one from 1912, which is so, different from the one in 1936. Mm-hmm. So in no way can we say, for, so for let's say Sotho words that came with like Afrikaans, for example, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That is because there was a poor experience that the Sotho people had. And as such formulated new words in accordance. I think a good example is Mamberia Chivenda, what we would call phrases, idioms, and that kind of stuff. Where they say, where you use like animals. Yeah. And why you would use animals. Or where you would use tools that people have in 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 a, in a hut whether the, it's a the type of the river yeah the river the only reason you are doing those things to create your language or to use to communicate is because these are things that are happening in and around us you get what i'm saying so you have to use those things to create the language but now when nobody goes to the river mm. and then mm. and you are saying this to a child who's never seen a river the way this child sees things flowing is through a tap. Surely then you create like a tap where there's water coming out of it. Then that it, it makes sense to, 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 to the psyche, to the experience. That's what language I think is supposed to do. So the idea that you are trying to preserve something, I'm saying the version you are trying to preserve is a version of another version. True. That's what languages do. We don't say where art thou, as Shakespeare would. Yeah. The thouest. Yeah. Nobody speaks that way anymore. Yeah. If Shakespeare woke up and listened to us speaking to the stuff, I'm sure you would say, Ay, you guys have bastardized. Yeah, he'd vomit. Mm. Mm. But the language preserves itself by people speaking it. But now when people are forced to always think, Esh, yeah. I think what tends to happen is that you then become more and more reluctant to speak it. But actually, I asked you earlier, what about, so are you saying also slang should just be squeezed in into, because then there's something called slang, where it's just literal, like being uh, rebellious to the formal rules of language, where it's a deliberate attempt to break the rules of language. It's not even trying to create a new language. It's like a cool street version of speaking, which like 
the aim of it was just to be different from how language should be spoken. Are we saying we should just also adopt that into? Uh, no, but that never it. gets adopted into formal speak, though. Slang. Then well, also well, you just made an example with Swahili FM. I mean, Pretoria, that language that they call Swana, that whole mm-hmm. thing is is slang. Yeah, but they they formulated a new language. Yeah, which is slang, but but should they go around calling it Swana? They they call it Spitor. They really go out of their way to call it. Speech. No, but if you are to ask someone from and ask them what tribe they belong to, they'll tell you Twana, and I'm like what? They yeah, but that's now it doesn't sound cultural. anything. It doesn't sound anything close to Twana. I'm, I'm that's now cultural when they say they are Twana. But what language? And they are convinced is... they speak Twana. I'm telling you, there is a yeah. There's a obviously a running joke about this Spitor, which is its own language, as that. But uh-huh. in Twana FM, those people are convinced they're speaking Twana. They don't think they're speaking. No, Swana. they don't think they're a version of 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 Mutuidin. No, I don't even think they're trying to be Mutuidin. They speak the language that is spoken in Twana, which they people call from it Twana. Twana. They call it Twana. So one of the things that fascinated me when I got here is because it's slang, this language. Yeah, it means that parents and kids speak the same way. If yeah. you find a mother who grew up in Pretoria, yeah. she speaks exactly the same way as the child. And the language sounds, you can tell when you're speaking Pretoria that it's very playful. It's very much a slang kind of like language. It's rhythm and whatever. So it's weird when you even hear a parent speak like that to the child and the child responds. It sounds disrespectful the yeah. way they are speaking. Yeah. So... I don't think they think they are speaking Tuana. Maybe if they are doing Tuana in school, they understand the differences that they are facing between the two, between that and Soto, between that and Bedi. You may differentiate from slang. You always differentiate from slang. So, for example, American English, you know what I mean? Hey, man, that ain't a damn thing. People know this is uh, ebonics, as it were, right? Um, even in the UK, there's guys who speak a different kind. I think they call them the mandem would say things in a funny way. No, that girl is buff or she's a panting or something like that. <laughs> she's thick, yeah. which I find weird. Or she's buff, as they would say. Yeah. Right? Those are colloquial slang terms. That's always allowed in language. But those guys know that they are not speaking. Well, they are speaking English, but I don't think they're necessarily confused about that this is the same as saying, ah, this is a beautiful lady as opposed to she's a painting. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't think those people are confused. And I don't think people from Victoria will hear this. They will be that you saying <laughs> these guys think they are really speaking to another I think they are. I think they are convinced that they're speaking to another prophecy. They, may, they probably don't know another language. I, I, you know how each, you know how someone who's like a non soto pedi Swana speaker can't tell the difference, or if you're not a Nguni speaker, you can't tell, you can't really tell much of a difference between Zulu because like you know how you're you're oblivious to that difference, the the, the little differences. I think Pretoria people can even tell that they don't sound like people from Northwest. I think they can, I think ah. that's how I I trust me, I think they can't tell that they're yeah, different. I mean, this is very apparent even to me. Like even the pedi so to different. No, because you are paying attention. I, I think you specifically are paying attention. Age. Like I think you can even tell. You can tell a, a Zulu guy from rural, yeah, you know, uh, because they are paying attention to that stuff. But I have a feeling that the. <laughs> <almost soon. laughs> 
you know, we can tell the difference between a to- and Mosul when they speak Zulu, you know what I mean? Because you are paying attention, to, even though you are not a Nguni speaker uh, by any stretch of imagination. Is not the right example. Yeah, not the Let's say, yeah. Even like from township versus rural, sort of like. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The whole township, yeah. But I don't think, why would you then say Pretoria guys can't tell me? Ah, uh, like, because the fact that. Hey, let, let me put it this way. When I speak to, when I listen to Pretoria people, to me, that they, their accent and the way they speak sounds closer to Pedi than it does to Tswan. For starters, I'm, I'm telling you. I think it even depends on which guy from Atrejil or from Rangku. No, Bokhankwa, yeah, Bokhankwa, I can take that. Shame they, they, they. Or I the guys who are from Brits more towards Northwest. Yes, uh, those, those, yeah, those, South they do speak. To the same yeah, yeah, but take uh, just a uh, social Atrej guy like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. The fact Which that they even call that Tswana, that they can't tell that it sounds more like Pedi than than it does Tswana, tells you something about how they can't even pick up what Etswana, like what to differentiate. I think they I just, think, maybe, I think that's yeah, all sure. the language they know because the, the, the example you make about, for example, the black Americans uh, in their slang, they know they sound like that. And they, if you were to force them to not speak like that, they would know how to speak yes, otherwise. They would code I don't think yeah. a particular person can change how they speak. Which is I why I think it's a function more of that these are very one-dimensional language guys. These guys speak this language across the board. Yes. This is the language they speak with their parents. Yeah. This is the language they speak together. Yes. This is the language they speak within the community. Yes. So whatever they think it is, is what they think it is. Yes. So and I don't think they really And it has become mainstream. But oh. it's still this slang. So that's my question. Then where does it fit in? Should we now accept that this language called spitori and and i think we, we we are getting to that position more and more that there is a language called spitori they are fighting for it yeah. i know there's a guy who said he's documenting it i don't know why he's documenting it through writing it because this is a very much a spoken language so yeah. you do audio for that kind of stuff yeah but the problem with slang also it evolves too quick hey like sure i, I think Pretoria have a have a new name for a girl or a hot girl every year like every Find one. Yeah, so to document it, it's going to be hard. Eh? By the time you publish whatever you're documenting, there would have been three more new terms for whatever that There's thing. actually a joke. I think Steve Harvey has a joke on yeah. that. Yeah. Talking about ephonics in the States. He's like yeah. somebody wanted to do a phonics dictionary. Yeah. So you say hi, hey. But yeah. in ephonics tomorrow, hi can just be a nod of the head. So what yeah. is he going to put? Because I think I think the joke is actually that they must write the dictionary in pencil so that they can go back and oh, and, can, <laughs> and always change it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think they know they're not speaking a official language. I think those guys know, man. You, you mean the Americans? No, yeah, the black the Americans, but not the Pretoria. I don't think the Pretoria. <laughs> they know they're not speaking an official language, but I don't think they can tell. If it starts to become an official language, like to me, to I think to, to end when they listen to someone speak Pedi and Tswana, they are mm. as bad as picking up the difference as a Zulu guy listening to. Uh, which is which can be true. So I remember when I got to Vit, I'm speaking to, for example, he's fresh out of Limpopo. Yeah. He's Pedi speaking guy. Yeah. 
I'm coming in. I've got a bit of pictorial language. So from time to time, I'm speaking to them through that dialect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember. Maybe that's true. Then says at some point, I don't know, we're talking. Then the guy's like, ah, Vendak boy. He's like, what? This guy is Vendak. I thought he was Twana speaking. Yeah. So it means the connection he made with the way I was speaking. Sipitor. Is that, no, this is definitely not bad. Yes. Right? Yeah. So since I'm I'm northern Sutu, maybe it's not southern Sutu either. <laughs> yeah. So there's one <laughs> left. There's one left by process of elimination. There's only one left. <laughs> <laughs> this one must be twice. So I guess yeah. maybe it's maybe dealing with more on an obliviousness yeah. thing from the people, much more than uh, these Pitori guys are convinced one another Setswana speakers. I don't necessarily think yeah. <laughs> these guys are convinced. Man, yeah. I think maybe they may just not know, so they think what they are speaking can pass for Sesotho, yes, or yes. for so on. So they just they say, think, like, how hard can it be? I mean, I'm sure I just need to change one or two words, then it will yes. work, yeah, yeah. Which I think yeah. I'm sure you could tell as a as a as a Sotoana speaker, yeah, when you engaged with them, yeah, like, because, like, like tacos, oh, for example, yeah, yeah, I'm so convinced, no, but then yeah. look at him like actually, yeah. I don't that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't even sound like it sounds more like petty than it does. So, that's uh, like that's uh, of the bad age. It doesn't even sound like the language. Uh, like to even go and defend, is it good or not? It's a different conversation. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And and speaking sure. of that, I was thinking this week about um Amon uh, and 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 thingy to memorize on because they're doing breakfast on Mutsedi. Okay. I don't know if this goes to what you're saying, but they don't sound natural, man. They don't sound like they, they sound like people who are continuously translating from English in their heads to Tswana. Mm-hmm. Like when you listen to their show, you can tell like this is Amon trying to redo the TSI, but now he has to do it in Tswana. Sounds oh. weird, bruh. And they are and, and they are like they they were raised Tswana. I mean, to remember, I guess Tswana, and that's why I'm saying in fact hired them because they're like, okay, we can trust them. I mean, I think even Amon's father, if I'm not mistaken, worked for Mutuading uh, when he was still alive. Mm. So mm. he, he was raised by someone who was a proudly Tswana man who spoke properly. So they trust that okay, I'm sure Amon worked a couple of years in Metro, but he can always convert back and speak sure. Tswana. They don't sound natural, they don't sound like how they sound when they speak English. And but I think, see, they, and I think it's not working. Hey? They, they, but they, the purest no. thing doesn't help because they've got an experience. Yeah. Remember, like he's doing her jokes in 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 English. She's doing yeah. stages in English. She's probably speaking English at home with her Ghanaian husband. Yeah. Uh, Amon has done a lot of radio and probably got to. Know, I think he's told the story of how he learned radio. He got into radio from an American experience. That's yeah. how he came to understand making links and stuff like that. Probably yeah. has listened yeah. more to American much more than his father, as, yeah. as a point of example. That's an experience that they come with. As new age Setswana speakers, I don't think they should be restricted to speak proper Tswana because that's what they're saying. They should throw in English here and there where they don't know the no. words. You are saying they're not natural. Yeah, they don't sound I'm saying natural. they are as natural as they can be given their experience. No, 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 no. But you know what I think is happening? No, no, no. This is what I'm accusing them of. They're, I'm accusing them of, you see, you say there's a purest view of things. This is how they, they sh- this is what they should call things. This is how they should sound when they speak to Anna. And in their mind, I think there's a software operating of that purest translation. So 
I think they are falling for the trap of trying to sound. Yeah, yes, sure. No, 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 I'm not even saying they speak bad Swana. They actually do. They speak good Swana for with for from with Mutwedin standards, but they not. You even end up picking up that these people are trying to speak Swana more than you are picking up what they are talking about. Like they sound like it's imagine me when I arrived when I started speaking English. I had to speak English full time with with. Sure. So you could tell like you trying to get what I'm trying to say, but I'm more. Sure. My energy is focused on getting the language right, right. rather mm. than it is of just portraying what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So, so, I think... not like, so it's not me. I'm not judging to say they are not speaking good Swana. I'm saying I listened to Eamon Ra for a long time on Metro. He doesn't have the same flow. It's not flowing because don't you, you think... can tell he's, he's, he's... It's, it's the problem of not allowing variation. So even them as DJs, they're sitting there with this unarticulated pressure yeah. of maybe the first guy is this OG at Mutwedi, the guy who does, they do breakfast. Yeah, they do breakfast, yeah. So the guy who comes after them is a, is a Mutwedi OG who does 9 to 12. Everybody's like, yes, that's how you do Setswana links. And when they're sitting there trying to channel that self and they can't be as they are, if you get what I'm saying, they mm, can't mm, mm. do their links in a more comfortable way. Because when you don't agree very much, so for example, the pressure you're feeling, as opposed to just saying what you want to say mm. and mixing as you want to mix when you are speaking, is because you know those of us who are listening to you expecting. Are, are expecting chief. Pela English is spoken like this. You can't be saying nonsense. Can be saying stuff in your own way, yeah. You see, that pressure you we didn't come out to you and say, Hey Chief, as we want proper English. Yeah, you need to you, get that together, you, you even know it inside of yourself that this place doesn't allow me to just sound as I want to sound. So I must go and find the structure right. So I think that pressure comes because we've not accepted variation, particularly in our languages. So my household is an interesting household mm. because even within us as kids, the four of us, mm. we've got different experiences of this vendor thing. Mm. My youngest sister grows up from crash mm. in Centurion. Mm. My elder brother starts off in the States, so he starts off learning English, mm-hmm. right? There's even a story that when he got back to Venda. He found Mealy Meal was ironed out to dry yeah. outside. He started playing on top of it and said, look, mom, it's snow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. he's got an American experience. Yeah. So then they started laughing at him because I care now he's in Venda. Mm. That I, this kid speaks English. Because I care he went to crash. He's older than me. I'm just born there. He's older than me. So he grows up in the States. Yes. So his experience is very much... English, because that's when his formative languages are. Then they are cut short, and he's now in Venda, where there's nobody speaking English. And the parents just left him to go figure out this Venda thing. Mm. So he's figuring it out. He couldn't speak a word of Venda when he... He couldn't speak a word of Venda because he's with kids, white kids, black American kids. The parents are speaking Venda to each other, but this kid is not 
is not good enough for them to speak to because he's not experiencing this language when he steps out to speak to friends. Yes, you yes. Get because the kid learns from speaking with other kids. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they understand each other's languages as kids. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he comes back, now he's now speaking Venda. So it makes him not speak a lot. Yeah. My my brother's Venda is bad, but so is his English. So you see, that's my older brother. Then my youngest sister, Havinda, is in shambles. It's shambolic. Speak it, but you can hear she's also trying to string. She's really fighting. It's a question. The sentence structure together. But she can speak English. You see, when she speaks English, she's coming out of the nose. Yeah. This is in one household. Yeah. You can't in this and household. Just between the kids, never mind the parents. Be, nah. no, never mind the generation. Yeah. Just minding, it's probably a 15-year gap between all four of us. Maybe 10, maybe like a 10-year gap. Yeah. Probably 12-year gap between all four of us. Yeah. We've got this experience. This is a very much a South African experience of language. So if we then have a meeting and then become purists, about how these people must speak. And then maybe someone says, Bella, my brother, you're the older one. We expect you to know Venda much better. I think I know Venda much better than everybody in this four versus kids. Yeah. Mm. I went out to try read it. I can read it better. My rhythm is getting better. I've got narrations that I'm also, I've done also in Venda. And then in the comment section, someone says, some of the words were not read properly in Venda. <laughs> This is <laughs> after all the efforts are screaming, but effort. we should find him, that guy. <laughs> Just trace him down after after so, all the fight. <laughs> I'm really trying to say, let's get more vendor narrations out. Let's get more yeah. social narrations out. Yeah. And that's the first comment. Yeah. I think my response was, but do you like it? It's like, no, man, we like it. Keep going. Because I needed to be pumped. Yeah, up like, no, bro. Are you sure that's all you needed to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a thing that you said. Yeah. I remember even playing my mom another narration that I did recently. And the first thing she's like, ah, that's not how you say that word. You get and you, and your, your mom is a vendor teacher, isn't she? She's a vendor teacher. Yeah. Yes, she's a vendor teacher. So this, what is pure now? Here because, okay, so, so I'm not going to answer the question. I don't, I don't have the answer to that question. But now when, uh, you know what, um, you know how we, we the, the, the other argument, the other people who, who are really not even interested in trying to learn Venek, they think, okay, no, there's no, there's no value in learning Venek. Like, what do you get from it? No job is going to ask you to know how to speak Venek. Yes, I, I hear the, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and the argument would come from a point of view of um, uh, there isn't much we can do with our languages in as far as uh, we, we, we can't have intellectual conversations, we can't hold seminars in our language. That's where they're coming from, in a sense that our languages haven't evolved and developed enough to be able to have those conversations. And that's why you, I know you're coming in in terms of, that's why we should speak them more so that we are in a position where we can have a full, uh, whole weekend talking cryptocurrency in, in a vernacular language. That's where you're coming in. But now, um, where do you now, um, because I like what you said, that you went and learned Venda and, uh, and, and did all of that. Instead of just saying, you're creating your own Venda, you could have done that. You said, nah. Screw it. I have my own experience. Let me call things whatever I want to call them. You went and learned the vendor, right? So uh, there's a thing Twasa said or so this other time. Ari, kalauri sutas na manje, irautibisuto. Basically, like, don't 
all, because people like to accuse our languages not of not being prolific enough in terms of the vocabulary, like we don't have enough words to call things. But sometimes we haven't done enough work to even learn the words that exist. So and to me, it sounds like an easy way out to just say, you know what, let's just in Pretoria find a name for it ourselves. You don't even need to bother what it actually should be called. So so, so my point, there's a sweet spot here. There's a, there's a sweet spot here to, to say, okay, sure, there is a lot of part of our language that we can get rid of because it's no longer relevant to our lives as it is today. But we still have a good chunk of this language that we can still carry forward with. Rather than saying, oh, the parts we don't know, we'll just make up. We'll just make up words mm. for it. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Because then at the end of the day, then when you say variation, when does variation start becoming like a, a, a creation of something that is totally different? Like we like this language is not even that language anymore. You can't even call it a variation of that language. It's just another language altogether. Then we don't even have that language anymore. Basically, we literally destroyed the other language. You just let everybody roll. It's like a it's a wild west of of, of language. We we are probably more at a disadvantage because as black people we must speak English. So it means that the language that we will use as a gateway, even for ourselves, becomes English. Hence, Kosa is Ebendi Hamba on the side of the road, yeah. and I saw a snake and I jump. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a that's a difficult joke yeah. that Kosa's yeah. yeah. got a lot of English, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they, I even saw an interview actually recently. Siakolisi did a Springboks interview okay. with the coaching staff, and they are fighting over what's the actual translation for excitement. So this guy says, I know, see, excited, Tina. Then yeah. Siakolisi says to him, Fellow, we're supposed to do this in English. Yeah. In, in Corsa. In Corsa, yeah. And then <laughs> the guy is like, I, you see these kids who went to Model C schools, they yeah. don't know what excitement is because the yeah. coach knows it. Yeah. But Siakolisi was disputing. Yeah. Like, if you don't know, man, you don't know. You went to a Model C. Now yeah. I know because I'm from. So he's and what's your take on that, H? Are you saying that in, and in your argument, <laughs> that he's, he's, he has every right to call excitement, excitement no, no, in no, Koza, no. even though there is a word in Koza for it? But what I'm trying to get to is that there's a function now. Mm. These words actually are translatable, or there is an actual word that explains certain things. But at times, the language also doesn't explain other things. Do you get true. what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Um, yeah, you can even take, even with things that are in the body. Like, what's the Sutu word for clate, for example? Maybe that's a good example, because I was thinking of it. What's the Sutu word for that? I'm going to say, I don't know, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Back to no, Dr. point. Mm. Whichever word you will find, because yeah. the language doesn't develop itself let's say from a biological point of view, yeah. to detail everything like it does. This is a nail, mm. this is a bone, the rambo, the nara, that kind of thing. Some stuff, it just didn't go that far to explain. That is a function. So there's words where there is a way to say it, like excitement, like I'm sure jumping, I'm sure there's a word for snake in this course example, right? So you can't use an English word or use another word where the language itself has the words. Yeah. Right? Mm. But the second thing I think that then makes that a difficult thing to do mm. is that can you see how burdensome speaking the language has now become? Now you must really go out of your way. I tried, right? But mm. I still didn't go far enough to know, for example, all the animals. 
mm. in Venda. Sometimes I'm just, I know a giraffe is a giraffe. Yeah. As opposed to a simbiti, bidi is a, is a, is a, is a zebra. You see, it? I don't what even know. Bidi, hmm? bidi is, is a zebra. But then what would be a horse? Like. Oh, horse the bear. Oh, okay. Which someone somewhere down the line can tell you it's not right. Yeah. I remember fighting with my grandmother over what tea is, yeah. and 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 breakfast. Yeah. Because we actually have a word for breakfast. Yeah. I'd imagined we didn't. I'd imagined we never drank tea. She's like, no man, we've got a word. I just forgot what it is. Wuregan or something. But for me to know that, right, that the wuregan, let's say that's what breakfast is, the language would need to be spoken. In yes. a way that breakfast is regana. I don't know. I don't think that's the right word. Mm. As opposed to hearing breakfast from time to time. But the language isn't spoken like that because my dad doesn't say, I want regana. If that's yes. the version of breakfast, he would yes. say breakfast. Yes. My grandmother knew that. Yes. So the burden for me sitting now at third generation. To get all these words that you are saying I must go and search for, right? Is really saying telling me to now it's an uphill battle. Mm. Can I can I can I as I'm listening to you, I just remembered something. Ne? Um I remember Iman when she was still on power, ne? they want they were discussing names. You remember that? I think it was Bo who did that campaign and it was Tafar. It was yeah, Tafar. decolonizing your the king. Your name. Yes. Yeah. And and it now it comes to the conversation around what language, how language came about anyway. So how English came about as a language, how Swana so to African language. Because we have different attitudes around the words and the language. So I'll make you an example. So there they were talking about names. Né? So this lady called in and said she gets annoyed every time when I think her name was Pule. Né? She gets annoyed every time when someone asks, so what does Pule mean? And she all, all her she has to say is, I guess the one who was born during rain. So Pule from like rain, you know, like the female uh -huh. version of Pula, yeah. Pul. So she got annoyed. She's like, but in 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 my culture, uh, names are not just a mere word that you can translate from one language to another. There's a yes. story behind it. Yes. There's a story behind it. There's a Mm. Is, yeah, I can't remember that she had this powerful line that she closed the, the call with saying, like, my name is not just a word, it's like story or something along those lines. And 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 our languages have that structure as well. They are very mm. they are very descriptive in how they come with terms. Although other people complain, so. they are very long terms, whatever. But it comes from the fact that our attitude about it is uh, in Swan and so too in our vernacular languages, uh, uh, we call something what the function of that thing is. Yes. We call something what that thing means to us, which is yes. goes to what you're saying. But now the problem with how you say it is now we'll just be cherry picking from all the other languages, putting words together to combine a language rather than growing the language from the root of what, how it operates. I'll make you an example now. So now with the COVID and everything, uh, I think I'm not 100% sure. So today they didn't have a name for mask. Yes. Now there is. And... Uh. Uh, there's rumors that was Tusa Mokhtawu who came up with the, with the, with the name. They called it Mongkwana. I'm not mm. sure exactly what the name, they took it from, but in the name I can pick up Mongkwana, which is a nose. So mm -hmm. in it, it, it explains something that covers, uh, I guess, the nose and the mouth or something like that. You see, yes. so that's, a, that's how a language, I would think, should develop. 
it grows sure. from uh, so like you're saying the, the way they spoke so in 1912 is not how they spoke it in 1960 but how they spoke it in 1960 would make sense to how it developed to people who spoke it in 1912 because they abided sure. to the rules of it rather than cherry picking the words from other languages and translating them back into the language so now because we are breaking so that's to me that's when you you are really destroying a language because it's no longer a language it's just a translation of other language because even english came about in a certain way it had experience of people who spoke that language so to take just an english word and 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 uh, and just translate it back to a language would be would be killing that language i have another example quickly before before mm -hmm. i let you with the months for example the names of the yes, months yes yes i think that's a good example of how because uh, susutu is a south african language how the months are named is according to yeah. the weather patterns during that month. Exactly. Same if someone in, in Britain would have to translate and say, okay, I'm not going to call June, June anymore, while mm -hmm. in June it's summer here, mm -hmm. that wouldn't make sense. That's real. They'd be killing English because in, in, in Setswana, when they translate it, it mean like don't visit during the night. Is it December? No, no, that's June. Okay. So, so, so. so so December is sedimental, I think. So in June, meaning so don't visit at night. And coming from the fact that South Africa it's winter during June, mm -hmm. and don't visit at night because people might not have enough blankets for you, something along those lines. Fine. Let me just add the Nausiku is December in Venda, which means travel during the night because it's because probably it's gonna fine. come. It's a longer day, so yeah. during you can travel. It's hot and whatever. Mm. So, but imagine someone in Greece saying, "No, it's fine." Uh, we don't need to care what December is in Greek. Let's just adopt a vendor, translate the vendor version of December. It wouldn't, it, it, they'd be killing the Greek language because what happens in December, during December in Greece, it's not what happens in vendor. Yeah, but December. why are you assuming I'm saying let's translate English? Because what ends up happening is, because what you say in your experience, when you said about your experience, we, we, we speak a lot of English, age. That's what, uh, uh, we speak a lot of English. So what will inevitably happen, age, is what we, the gaps we fill up in our vernacular languages with would be our experience of English, because you admitted that we speak a lot of English. So the mm -hmm. experiences will not be from how the experiences would, would have been if, if uh, for example, you made an example of the idioms. I yes. think that's a good way. We don't have new idioms. There's no praetorian idioms. It's just ways, yes. just terms. <laughs> but, it, sure. but the idioms were another way of uh, understanding the world by the people who spoke yes. that language. You know what I mean? Yes. But, but we, when we want to speak, when we want to, what's the word, modernize or be able to sp uh, not be purist about language, what we end up doing is saying, okay, we know a lot of English, and with mm -hmm. our knowledge of our vernacular language is lacking. So how about we just squeeze in the English words we already know? That's what we do. Like, I'm not saying we should do that. I'm not I, saying you're saying I'm we should do that. Fair. But I'm saying that's what we'll end up doing. I'm anyway. saying that's fair. Because that speaks to the experience we have. Like, we can't become the people we are not. Do you get what I'm saying? Because what it then creates, and I think this is why I think we don't understand how dangerous colonialism is to a people. Because yeah. so, it means post-colonial, right? As we are supposedly are now. The work that we are trying to do is to recapture stuff from old. But we've got this experience of being anglicized that you are expecting us to just put aside. Because 
it's your experience. You now must operate from there. What, what are you going to do? You had to come to vets and interact with guys from a range of languages. Mm. And you are not speaking Soto. You are not speaking mm. Satoana. Surely that impacts how Satoana can so, come so out from your time. No, but then, then my problem is now there's no longer so. So imagine, let's take my experience and extrapolate it to everyone. Let's say everyone yes. had to do that. Everyone yes. had to go to university, and now they are not. They don't get a chance to speak their uh, home language anymore, right? Mm. That would be the end of Tswana. So it's not the end of it because you still have a semblance of it. You then do with it what you can do now. So I'm saying, what you are trying to make us do. You're putting this heavy burden of living. You're making us live backwards. Like we must try preserve things that the way that uh, our life was set up was there to destroy. I've got a really good example of my girl. So my girl goes to a school in Venda. So Venda, there was this creation of these Christian schools mm. and to try make them appeal to more people as private schools the school's medium of instruction was English. Deep, deep, deep in the middle of Venda, there are these private Christian education schools that speak English. They even took a while to introduce yeah. Venda as a second language. Yeah. They did Afrikaans before Venda. This is in the middle of rural South. So if you're talking about a Bantustan, a mm. place where people are supposed to be speaking Venda wire wire, that's where you are talking about, right? So she goes there, goes to this school. When she meets with some of her friends who went to the school, all Venda, these people speak English. What's the function? It's not that they are just these nonchalant people. So I remember asking her, okay, please give me authors that you know. Venda authors. Eh? She scratches her head. Okay, I'm like, give me English authors. And she's detailing them there. Right, Shonda Rhimes. Uh, who's this lady that people love? Joyce Mayer. Those kind of vibes. That's the experience of the world that she has. You don't necessarily choose to then wake up in a world where English seems to mean more than anything else. Because to the parents it spoke to whether these people can get jobs. It spoke to whether these people can be able to articulate themselves once they leave this area. To them, it spoke to the fact that I here in this corner of the country, there's no life. Life starts somewhere else. That's a community understanding of what this English thing is about. It's not just me personally. Do you get what I'm saying? So then when you then want to create a society and then place these heavy burdens on the people, without necessarily trying to iron out the society that you then have. Because then what you should be doing then is to talk about how do you legitimize authors? If I even ask you about the Tona authors that you know, I doubt you can list 10 of them, right? Yeah, because it means you should then be fine-tuning those parts that help people understand the language. But even when we do do that, like I'm trying to do, I'm trying to narrate this vendor book, right? And this is such a good story because I know the lady who wrote this book, right? Yeah. How, how do the you how do you how do you read that Rono? Rono Bonani. Bonani, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a 
part narration that I did and my mom was quick to tell me the words that I said wrong. Yeah. I know this lady. She's an old lady. She's a granny, right? Yeah. She was a writer. She wrote. Her son is a lawyer now. Mm. He's a big lawyer there at the Joburg Bar. This son, he, this son has got a child who's more or less my age. So it's his direct grandmother, mm. the author of the book. The author of the book, yeah. Author of the book. This grandson doesn't know his mother used to write. <laughs> this grandson with an author grandmother mm. cannot read Venda. Oh. So you're talking about a household. Mm. I don't even want to talk about like community things. As yeah, you can see, this, is just a, this is just a one generation down, really. Like, one yeah. generation down. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is to put this in audio. The son can listen to it mm. because he can't read, but he can hear. Mm-hmm. But if I'm narrating, it means the way that he's going to hear this language has got this American, I stayed in Centurion sort <laughs> of like experience. Mm. By virtue of that, you have diluted the language already. Mm. So what I'm saying is not that let people just be nonchalant about the language. Mm. I'm saying the way you try to develop it, you can't shift this experience away because this is a key experience to how we've all come to experience our languages. Try to preserve them in a way that doesn't make life an uphill battle. Because that's what colonialism tried to do. To say at the end of it all, if these guys want to be themselves, they are going to have to fight against who they are. So essentially fight against this anglicization that we've given them, fight against all these schools that we've made them go to, fight against the fact that there is not a lot of writers that we can quote from the top of our heads. So that's what a colonial experience does. It leaves you empty. And then once you're on the other side, you think preservation is trying to fight by trying to get back. But at the same time, you are killing yourself because that's not who you are. So a good example of what happened in Tanzania when I went and got to listen is that the guy who was president, Julius Nyerere, then decides that, guys, we've got a gang loads of of, uh, languages here in this country. We are going to adopt one. Everybody learns this language. Everybody now speaks formally through Swahili. So Swahili in Tanzania is the language of instruction. It's the boards that say Hefar here in South Africa. Those boards don't say Hefar as they say in South Africa. They say whatever is the word for danger. Businesses speak. Business meetings can be held. So what you do, you can't save all of them all of these languages, because I think Tanzania's got like 200 and something tribes. Chose one, let's develop this language. So it means in schools, everybody learns that language. So it means um, television, radio, mainstream radio. Metro FM can't insist on speaking English, I I, I say. I, I say it can't. It shouldn't. Metro FM should be able to align itself with a range of languages throughout its prime time station, as far as I'm concerned, because it's a big station. It can't be that when I go to KZN, para para doesn't twar. That doesn't make sense to me. 
Yeah. It can't be. Because what it means is that you are now creating the, you are now insisting on the Bantu stand sort of like arrangement yeah, of the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how then do you preserve them? Don't, I'm not saying people must be nonchalant, hey, but this experience is, 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 is a tough experience to live with. This guy whose mother is an author, she's got books that she uh, could give the child um, to read, but the child can't read Venda at all yeah. because there's no life in it. Mm. And then that same child then says, hey, I really want to learn Venda. Yeah. And the first thing we're going to say to him is that, Ajo, that's not how yes. you say the language. Yes. You are destroying it. Yes, I, I, accept, it's your mm. Mm. I, accept, I accept your point, each. I, I, I consider it. But then we can, we can do two things at the same time. Because this is, how, for example, how I would feel, for example, when, um, let's say, I'm struggling to speak Zulu with someone, which is not my, my home language. And the first thing they do is correct me. I'm like, oh, fuck it, then uh, I was trying. That's how I would feel, right? I see where you're sure. going in terms of, if we are going to, uh, if we are going to now want to make life easy for people or to, to make our, our vernacular languages to be spoken more, we, we should make it easier for them to be spoken more. And one way of doing that is, instead of creating barriers to say, no, you're not speaking it properly, to just say, okay, at least you are trying, you know, like almost like baby steps because already where we are now, they are not spoken enough. So we'd appreciate if most people, more people yes. spoke them. But you enter that with speaking it a lot more. So it means that I would yes. at least have heard what yes. breakfast is yes. from someone. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So, so, and for it to be spoken, obviously there'd be more, rules traditional rules broken it, it will not be spoken as well as it used it once was but i'm but saying you can spoken. do but it will be spoken which is i think is a very important part but i'm saying we can do that and still mm -hmm. not forget that there's still a proper language to be spoken at the end of the day we can still say no we appreciate for example let's take the author's uh, grandson we can still encourage him say uh, yeah dude you're, you're, you're coming all right or in your case when you're really trying to get your, your vendor right, we can still say, like that guy who commented, instead of just saying, brah, that's not how you say that word. You can say, wow, well, brah, I appreciate that. At least now there's someone putting out an audiobook in vendor. Mm -hmm. and, but we can still do that, but I still appreciate that there's a correct way of saying that word without now having to destroy that term just to accommodate this many people who are going to break the language. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Like, you can... You can achieve both at the same time. And I agree with you, it becomes counterproductive when we we overburden the first objective with the second one by always picking out when someone is not speaking the correct language rather than encouraging for it more for it to be spoken more. But that need not mean now we are saying, okay, the good soto, which there is, there is good soto, H. I promise you, there is good soto, and there is good soto of free state and good soto of Lesotho. They might differ on what, how they should go, but there is good language. There is good language. So, for, so, so just because more people are not speaking the language and we are trying to get them to speak the language, that doesn't mean we should lower the standard of what good language is. So what I'm saying is that we are not lowering the standard. The standard has been lowered by our experience. So I've got the luxury of chilling here with these private school kids whose parents are both Venda. And Venda is such a tonal language. Meaning? Tonal, it's tonality. So it doesn't matter if you can read the word. Yeah. It's really how you say it. It doesn't matter if yeah. you can read all the letters, yeah. but it's really how you say it. 
the way they say these things tonally, it's totally incorrect, right? But these are not people who are going to learn tone yeah. from reading the language yeah. if the language is not spoken anyway. Yes. But I'm saying they speak the way they do, not because we've lowered the standard. There's no one who's got the standard of vernacular languages and dropping it. They've got an experience which brought them all the way from Limbobo with their parents to come live in Centurion, living around other Tsonga, Sotho-speaking people, never speaking Venda. Now when I interact with them, you can tell that these guys just don't have... You're not going to help them now by giving them a set and of accept, And I accepted that. Accepted so I that. guess my question... But we can't just now take their wrong pronunciations and run with them just because... What we I'm try to get them to speak it more. Ask yourself, their pronunciations are wrong. Why? I mean, you make it sound like these people just want to sound wrong. There's a yeah, reason for that. Yeah, because so they've, they've not been speaking enough of the language. Because they've not been speaking enough of the language. I take that point. They haven't had the language spoken enough to know how the words should be said. That's what you're saying, isn't it? Yes. Yes. But I'm, and I'm saying, we, yes, we should strive for that. And I agree with you. The first thing you should do when they are... You shouldn't do when they are trying to speak the languages, correct them with more rules, but to encourage them to speak the language more. But my point is that now doesn't mean we should say, okay, you know what? Now let's accept the centurion vendor and this uh, vendor's vendor. When vendor's vendor, in this, for, for the argument's sake, would be the correct way to say it. So in as my vendor's thing is, is right, concerned. Mm. let's say 10 years from now, yeah. <laughs> the only vendor people that are left are those living in Centurion. Yeah. Who have spoken this language in the way that they've spoken it for the last 20 years before that. What are we left with? So we're left with a diminished version of vendor. But to the person who's coming in the 11th year. Yeah. What that's language the, is this? They're going to the, get the diminished version as the best version they could find. And hence, I deliberately use the word diminish because it suggests slowly dying out. Before you know it, so, it's not even Venda anymore to speak. I remember when I had Facebook. Yeah. Probably like 2011 or something. I remember my one tweet. I don't remember a lot of, or not, a lot of my posts on Facebook. I remember one where I said, hey, is the death of African languages inevitable? Just like 2011, I wish I could find my account yeah. to see my, 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 my status at that yeah. time. Because yeah. that's the time where I was grappling a lot with how do I call myself a vendor guy, but I'm speaking, but I can't speak the language. Yeah. So for example, let's say, okay, I definitely think this is a solution. If you can make more audio books in vendor, Mm -hmm. in Soto, in Tswana, you now give the people an opportunity to interact with the language tonally, but also hear a lot more of it, which is what we don't get an opportunity for. Yes. The yes. news doesn't speak that language. So that's what I want to make books about that. Yeah. But who does the book? Amon does the book with his unstructured <laughs> statuselli. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Amon yeah. is the one that narrates the book. narrates the book. Tumi Murage does have an audiobook where she adds to Anna. When we heard it, the guys that produced the audiobooks said the same thing. Like, she doesn't sound natural. Why does yeah. she sound like this? In the audiobook where she says bits and pieces in Satoana, maybe yeah. what her mother said and whatever. She yeah. didn't do a lot of it. Yeah. But you could tell. So Tumi Murage yeah. is our 
Shakespeare now in this movie. <laughs> this is this is the mother of this the, the best you can find, yeah. This is, this is the best you can find. Yeah. Alternatively, Cream of the crop, yeah. let's give it to you did the stuff and you I don't know, I'm sure he sent you clips when we were oh, doing the, the translations. Yes, yeah. you did translate. I don't know if he sent you voice notes of him reading. Uh-uh, never heard him no, reading. You, never got mm-hmm. you could tell. Because uh, I heard both of you. I can... yeah. He's not good enough. He's not yeah. good enough. Yeah. Right? But that's the guy we now must rely on. Yeah. And then, <laughs> maybe good, yeah. even yeah. you. But even you wouldn't say, you've got a good grasp of the language, but yeah. you're not your mother. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm saying... We are working with what we have. Yeah. If while we're working with this thing that we have, so it's Tumumuraka, the Shakespeare of the Tsotana language, yeah. who's the only one that can give us um, Thomas Mufulo's book in Satoana. Yeah. If this is the only person we have, yeah. it means she becomes the authority. Yes, sure. But she Badly. is an authority with an already diminished version. Yes. So what I'm saying is that there's no need to discourage this person. Yes, they agree with you. They definitely agree with you. And at the same time, there's no need, I still don't think there's a need to send them to the right way because the way they speak is right not because they just want it to be so, but the experience that they got between 1994 and 2021, when they now have to do the the, the, the recording of the Setswana book, mm. is working at Jagaranda, 94.7. Nobody's worked at Jagaranda. <laughs> having, a, having a Ghanaian husband. Yeah. Uh, speaking different languages in the household. Yeah. Uh, moving from English comedy yeah. to a Setswana radio station. Yeah. That's the experience that affects the tongue. Perpetually. Yes, and I'm not disputing that, yes. Right? yes. And that's what we then speak with. Because yes. this is for this other one is an academic language. It's 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 it's, it's purist when you look you sound like someone who's who file for and oh not for but the actual way to actually grapple with what is the lived experience of these people yeah. would take into consideration their experience. So you would then, as they are doing now with Mutudi, yeah. as you are saying, you say that they try to find a language. Yeah. I think Venda even came up with Chikurumero, but Chikurumero is just like a cover of something. So the mask becomes that. Oh, you understand? Yeah. yeah. No, you really still it's not being purist about it, but you're creating a language that people can speak. We've spoken for two hours. You are in London. The last time you spoke Setswana is probably years ago. But we are going to have to rely on you to do the Setswana audiobook. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But we can't not put you in there yeah. and not take this experience into consideration. So the, 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 the invert of the same conversation is why I'm saying let the people even speak English how they want to speak it in line with their experience of how they, are, they were taught what a poem is as opposed to a poem. But then if we sit there, the way the word is supposed to be said, because it's two vowels in between and it's an O and an E, it is one sound. It is poem. Ah, then... Where are we gonna go? Because these languages, it's already hard enough, Muna. 
Yes, that I that I accept. But does so um. Nah, but we don't have to if it's not done because I think we are sharing a very important perspective here. Yeah. Okay, but now um because H, I take your point. Ne? If we want the language to be spoken more, we should make it easy, more accessible. We should allow it to flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's what you're saying. We should be, people should be allowed to speak it more, even if they are not speaking it in inverted commas properly, right? That's what mm. you're saying. Mm. But as you can't say there is no good language and bad language. There is good language and bad language. Yeah. I agree with you. Yes, because if I'm not a good... Uh, let's, let, let me make an example with myself. When I speak Zulu, obviously I'll speak horrible, the, the worst horrible, uh, possible Zulu a person can ever speak. And for, on your point, I should be allowed to continually make those mistakes. I should be allowed to say it the way it makes sense to me. Sometimes even trying to directly translate words from Stano Sut, which is the language I'm more familiar with. That's what's going to end up happening, right? Which mm. should be my experience. My experience is I've spoken Sutu and Tswana most of my life, but now when I try to speak uh, Zulu, chances are I will borrow some of the words when I, 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 I should blanks in terms of what, sure. what could this thing be called. Uh. But that's still bad Zulu. What I'll be speaking is still bad Zulu. And Standard. what you are saying is this bad Zulu of mine should now be appreciated and accepted because it's my lived experience of Zulu and be treated the same way as good Zulu. But because it's not. I'm... I'll never be good at speaking Zulu then because will, I'll just be allowed to speak Zulu whichever way I, I, I see fit. Let's, let's take your point. It is bad yeah. Zulu and then what? And no, then I... what? Okay? We yeah. established... Yeah, we in our corner here of people barbecuing for sipping on tea and yeah. biscuits yeah. don't want bad language speakers. Yes, and then what? Okay, but you should have a goal. Yes, yeah, then and the goal can't be a preservation of something that is in direct contradiction with our people. They are living their everyday life because you are literally sitting against us. We don't watch. Lucino is not playing on TV anymore. Well, the CBC, they play it now and no, they, they play it on shows. Friday. Yeah. Last night. yeah. But there is no show, for example, that's rigorously going through a process. Yeah. Right? Mm. So you, you are making people live their lives in direct opposition with the goal that you are trying to achieve. I'm just saying that then defeats the whole purpose. I'm not saying I'm not an advocate for bad language. I want yeah. people to speak languages properly. Yeah. But I'm just saying the way that you try to set your vision and your goal should yeah. be aligned with how people live their lives. But if you want to be in direct opposition, yeah. you already make an already difficult thing to do even harder. Yes. And I think that's the pain we have to deal with mm. coming from a colonial experience. So it sounds like critical race theory. But for <laughs> me, this is what explains exactly why it's difficult to live. Yeah. And I think that Tanzanian example is a good one. Yeah. These guys are different tribes. Yeah. But because he was interested in the preservation of a language, yeah. doesn't matter whether or not we all know it well. So yes. the guys that I spoke to said that dialectically, you can tell people who are Swahili by tribe and those who are not. And those who are learning, this. yeah, the new joiners, yeah. In the language of the country. Yes. You've managed 
to at least get it written down. Yes. They write their legislation in Swahili. Yeah. People read Swahili. Yeah. I think even Shoma Josie, the way she's managing to speak it is because when you go to Tanzania, yeah. English is few and far between. English is few and far between. Mm. Speak Swahili. So that's the vision that you have. So you mm. must take the necessary steps in line with your vision. Mm. And I don't think good language is a vision yeah. because okay you tell me i've got bad language and then what like what do we do now that we've established this point but but H, i do agree with you like i'm you and i so let me not say we're saying the same thing but you are you are you're arguing a point that i'm not disagreeing with i'm not disagreeing with you on that i agree the more people speak a language the better for that language for the survival of that language i agree with you and the, okay. the more people speak the language, the, the higher the chances that it will not be spoken well because well, by just mathematical equation, that's how it will play out. No, the good speakers will then also help us speak the right language. Yes. But as I'm saying, mm. do I have to rely on which in the solution which I think can help us speak our languages more? Let's get more um, narrators yes, in our yes. vernacular. I'm saying the person I'm going to have to rely on for for that narration, yeah, which I think is a solution to make people speak better than they would, yes, if they were left to their own devices. Mm, mm. The person I'm going to have to rely on yeah. is to be Murak. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Because it means that even my best solution is not the best solution. Mm. So it means that already it's diluted to a big degree. Mm. The reason is not because she's just this person who loves to speak a bad, bad language. Yes. She's got an experience that makes it difficult for her to speak it in the best way possible. Mm. But I'm going to have to work with that. That's what yes. I must work with. Mm, mm, definitely. When I'm working with it, right, mm. we must allow ourselves to move with her as the authority. As opposed to you sitting there, obviously, for sipping on a cup yeah, of tea, yeah. and all you are saying is that's bad language. Sure, yeah, it's bad. No, then, yeah, okay. Sure, it's bad. No, I take your point. Yeah, yeah. No, I was not criticizing. No, definitely. There, I, I take your point. That's a good point. I, I, hence, I said, I said we can achieve both things. So, um, what you are arguing against, ne, is if then I get to remember, I get to come and read a book. Uh, <laughs> she should be so offended she was here because she's doing breakfast on Mutsedi, but she's supposed to be speaking good son. <laughs> but for argument's sake, let's say she doesn't. For argument's sake, let's say her son is not good. Uh, I'm not saying the guy or, or you guys getting her to read an audio book, you should be criticized for that. I'm not arguing that because that's what you're arguing against. You're saying, no, 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 but wh what do we achieve when? We say, rather than not having hair, let's not have anyone read a book at all because what we have is a diminished version. Because that criticism is valid. Say again? Let's say, let's say bad speaker. The criticism is valid. So it's, it's not that the criticism is wrong. It's still right from a good, bad language point of view. Yes, yeah. But but the net effect, I think, is a, it's, it's a better one. We are better off having a bad speaker speaking the language than not having anyone speak it at all. That, and that, which yeah. is the point I agree with you on. Like, we'd yeah. rather have more people speaking the language, even if they're breaking it. Rather than, rather. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I take that point. The only problem I have with your argument is when it starts to become, okay, in us trying to achieve this, 
We can uh. so much just forget about the good language. You can just work with what we yes, we can like I said, we can achieve both things. We can still keep at the back of our heads what good language is, what good vendor is, what good Tswana is, what good Tswanga is, and still uh, appreciate that, okay, it's fine. Some people are, uh, are not as good with the language, but we'd rather have them speaking the language than not speaking it at all. But to come and say, let's take that to be the language and not even bother with the good language anymore, that's where mm. I, you and I differ now. Maybe my question is, this thing yeah. that you are saying we must have at the back of our heads, yeah. I'm asking you, where did we get it? Like what? Um, what, what you explain this your thing question. Of at the back of your head, you must know what good language is. Yeah. Where, did you, where did you find that? Because I'm talking about the grandson, for example. To yeah. him, good language is probably what's written in his grandmother's book. Yes. And you're saying he must have that at the back of his mind. Well, well, I meant that on a collective level. But he doesn't collect- do that. Yeah, uh, no, no, I meant at a collective level. So let's take his example. Let's let's pick it. Like, let's let's use him as an example to to maybe demonstrate what I mean by having something at the back of your head. Yeah. So you you say you 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 want to create an audio book so that he can be able to listen to his mother's book, right? Mother's book. And you say even yourself your reading there will not be as good as if it was to be read by her mother, right? Uh, by his mother, right? Mother, yeah. That's what you're saying. And I'm yeah. saying, I agree with you. You are better off reading it than no one reading it at all. At least yeah. he's in a position where now he gets to speak, at least get to hear someone speak and how to and how to announce things, uh, how to pronounce things in vendor. Because he said it's very, what's the word, toner? It's very toner. Yes. So he gets to hear the flow, and the pronunciation of words and the, 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 the rhythm of the language, even mm. though it's not the best version he could find. And that's your point to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the net effect there is good and I agree it's a, it's a good net effect. But the back of the mind is, let's not forget that uh, it would be nice if he started becoming better and better towards what, let's say, his mother would read it, how his mother would read it. Hmm? You know what I'm saying? Like, because... Yes. Yeah, how do we get there? Because time is also moving, I guess. Yeah, then that's and a I'm, difficult... I'm then, then that's a difficult question. I, 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 I don't know if I have a good answer for, but it doesn't help when uh, institutions like vernacular stations, which have, like, important custodians of this language themselves. If we say, mm. let's just hoi Amon there and let him wing it, mm. when there's someone who could be speaking it properly, because it's not like, because you made that example, that hypothetical example about imagining 10 years time, the only people who can speak Venda are they, your, your private school friends in Centurion. <laughs> so in that way, that's our best bet. But in, in the presence of other people who can speak the language, I mean, there was a guy who worked at Motswedi, like, I like the guy, man. He said, he, he's passionate, he loves Swana, he's passionate about the language. He, man, he, you know what I mean? And he and he's also a good broadcaster as well. He's not just a Swana guy, he's a good broadcaster as well. He could have done that breakfast show, age, and would be better mm-hmm. off over Amon doing it. Because... Would you oh, rather? Would you rather? Exists. Would you rather a good Sana speaker be the one we are listening to, or a diluted version, which is Amon? Because yes, more people would still hear 
someone speaking to someone on a breakfast show, but would you rather be it someone who's still a good broadcaster and who's a good Tswana speaker, or would you prefer Eamon Mukwena? How how far is Eamon from the general way people speak the language? I mean, I want... No, so, to... so like I said at the beginning of this, to be honest, I'll confess, I, I don't listen to Mzeding as much anymore. I mean, the station is a shadow of its former self. It's not as as good as it used to be compared to Lucid. I think Lucid is doing quite well. Um, mm. So, the, I said... But you the, just like, like, like Huh? You just like... Yeah, the, the breakfast, yeah, the breakfast, I think, yeah, it was a good decision they did there, him and Tuasa there. So, so my argument is not that he doesn't even speak a proper language. Ne? Mm. That's not even... Because, like I said, you can tell that he he knows that... It's like, for example, if I was to try and speak good to an age now, I don't think I'll sound as good... Because mm. I've been, I don't speak it that much anymore, right? Mm. But, um, but I will, because I know what words are and what good Tswana sounds like. You'll hear me not flow. So that's what Eamon sounds like. He sounds like someone who, who once knew how to speak proper Tswana sp- mm. and ended up speaking too much English. So the problem is not that he doesn't speak good long, good Tswana. It's just that he's not good, doing a good radio show in the Tswana. Because mm. his, the, 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 his medium of communication, which is Swana, is not flowing as nicely as he did when he yeah. was on Metro. You know what I mean? But yeah. he, if you had, uh, for example, when I listen to Batkada and Tosa, on, on, they, they speak good to Tosa. She's brilliant, but I can tell she, she reads a lot. She, she's, she knows the language, man. She has a very rich knowledge of the language. Mm. And, and she doesn't uh, cop out in easily, especially when they have guests. She doesn't cop out easily just throwing an English word in case someone doesn't understand. She would rather say it in Soto and translate for the guest, but at least the listener mm. would know what this thing is supposed to be called in Soto. But for the purpose of the guest, yeah. who might not be a native Soto speaker, they would they would still maybe throw in a Soto word there. So um, the point I was going into was um, you don't want to be listening because, for example, language, I uh, liked your brother's example earlier about at home, when they were in America, they still spoke, spoke Venda in the house, but mm. that's not, he couldn't learn uh, Venda from there because it was elder yeah. speaking. Venda. But yeah. when he learns languages, when he's playing with his friends, right? Mm. When I'm listening to a good radio show, I, 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 don't, I don't want to be sitting there consciously thinking about learning how to speak proper Tswana. I want to listen to a good radio show. And mm. our, our minds work in, 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 in funny ways. That's when I learn the most, when I'm enjoying someone who yeah, has a good content, and in fact, yeah. that's how and in fact funny enough in, in Tabancho uh, uh, as much as we were learning Tswana in school but being in the free state our the way we speak is most is a lot influenced by Soto but I got to learn proper Tswana which yeah. translated to very good performance in my Tswana in school by listening to Mutsuri because I liked Mutsuri because they had good shows not because they were speaking Tswana or I was trying to learn Tswana but because mm-hmm. I was this station of people that were just doing good radio shows and that's how my Tswana improved. So I don't want to be, so I don't want to be, because uh, 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 to your point, actually, something just came to my mind. To your point about, but when it becomes too burdensome, mm-hmm. it defeats the purpose, right? Mm-hmm. So what you want is when I have a, 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 a TV show, for example, that speaks in vernacular, let's take Skim Sam, for example. People yeah. watch Skim Sam not because they want to hear people speaking Baby. That's the last mm-hmm. thing on their mind. But I can promise mm-hmm. you, uh, uh, without trying, they're learning Pedi. There are more people who speak Pedi now because of watching Skim Sam. 
because yes, it's a good yes. show that was produced in speed that happens to be mostly speed speaking. So when I listen to Mutsuedin, I want to hear a guy who's doing a good radio show. I'm like, wow, this guy, I like, I enjoy listening to this guy. Mm-hmm. But who happens to be speaking good to one? So Amon's inability to speak to another that fluently or with that nice flow kills mm-hmm. his ability to deliver a good show. And that's sure. why I don't even listen to mm-hmm. Mutsuedin anymore. Mm-hmm. Even though I like Amon, even though I like Timimrak, yeah. You know what I mean? So the so the solution is get so the maybe best. there are people who should be yeah should be you're saying the solution is get the best. No, just maybe summarize my petition. Just the, the, the best speakers of the language to 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 be in the forefront so that it's them we get to experience if they are there. If they are not there, sure you'd rather have someone than not have anyone at all. If if there was no one else in the world who could speak good Tswana anymore, yeah, sure, put him on there. That's the best we have. So I guess maybe we may be speaking slightly next to each other as opposed to directly because maybe you we want to ask ourselves who who's the who should be burdened with the responsibility. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe this is not a responsibility for a normal day-to-day person. I don't know how Mutu Ding only said he are with callers. Yeah. So I hear a lot of vendor callers on Barapara who come in and speak bits and pieces of English. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Like even especially numbers and yeah. and maybe guests who are coming in to analyze, let's say, the Jacob Zuma case. And they now need to use legal jargon and then they have to just use it in English once. So you get that a lot. And you wouldn't want to burden the callers. You want the callers to call in, and obviously callers will call into Mutuading to speak Venda or to speak Sotswana. Yeah. But you don't want them to. They are not the custodians, as it were. So maybe it's an issue of how do you delegate this responsibility towards the society as a whole. So you still want good language from the hosts, but through a good show, as you're saying, like Skim Sam. So you do want good language to come out of them. But the rest of us who are not entertaining in that sense don't speak like that. You get what I'm saying? Mm. But we can learn the languages that we need to learn from what is being said in the shows. So, for example, I know even when I'm watching like French or Spanish shows, I like to watch those kind of shows because mm. I catch a bit of the language from the subtitles. Mm. Okay, they said au revoir and it said goodbye. Okay, it means that goodbye. I don't understand the language from a bar of soap, but I'm, I'm assuming they are speaking it well enough even for me who doesn't know to learn At least to learn from it. Yeah. But it's really because the show is good. Exactly because yeah, the show is good. The same applies to music. I mean, sure. I've learned most of my Zulu words and phrases from from music. Exactly. When the song is nice, yeah. you know the lyrics. You know what I mean. So yeah, I yeah. guess I guess that's where we can then converge to say. So maybe you can. The, the burden should still be there, but not to an ordinary person trying to speak the language, but to people who are who are who have the responsibility. Responsibility to be the custodians of the language themselves. They're to there. give us good, give to us give good us language. Yes. Yeah, they're supposed yeah. to give us good language. Yeah. They owe us that much at least. Yeah. But then what happens when they start um, uh, diverting from the audience? So the language is too thick. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying, it's too much for a contemporary 
young person. Yeah. And I, the people who understand the guy is only the older generation. Yeah. So the younger generation then just sits up for listening to English. To Charlemagne the God. Like it's too much. It's too heavy for them. Yeah. So so uh, uh, to back to your point earlier, you mentioned how Lisedi and Mutsedinga with the color. So I'll speak for for Lisedi because the, uh, listen to them a lot lately. Uh, Tosa and Matukat. They so someone would call in. Ne? Uh, caller would call in, and Tosa would still allow them to speak, but they will still take the opportunity to correct them at the end. So they will still say no, but in Sotho we say it like this. You mind just saying it like this, or even some guests, some guests would come in and you'd pick up later that this person can speak Sotho. Why did they insist on speaking English throughout? They could have at least just freestyle their way through it. And I mean, they would say no. Can you mm. please, for the sake of the listeners, can mm. you please speak Sotho? And to maybe to now to answer your question, it goes back to what I'm saying. Your aim is not to teach people the language. I mean, you don't want to be too didactic about it. Guys, come on, gather together, listen to me speak Soto, and this is how we speak Soto. You just want to do good entertainment, good uh, information, uh, media, you know what I mean? You want to just give good content. Mm -hmm. And the language through which you're doing it will just catch on. Like, you don't even have to try that hard. You don't even have to try that. So, In so, this so, day and age, someone yeah. to collect good language. Yeah. They really need to go out of the way because let's say you bring in a accounting expert. Yes, I'll make you a good example. Actually, uh, to talk about psycha, yeah. why black people are facing. Yeah. On you see, and they call you there. Yeah. How well, you I'm speak going to struggle. Yes, I'm going to struggle, but let me make this yes, this is a good example. I'm glad that you brought that up. So they have this feature, it's a I think a business or entrepreneurship feature on, on the breakfast yes. journalist. The guy they bring in there, I don't know if he's a permanent guy, but I've had him for like a couple of weeks now. Forgot his name. The guy's also good speaker of Sesotho. And when you listen to them, the content is still good. They're still talking like the other day they were talking about investments and 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 how you should uh, check which company is performing well, all that, like how does it work? They, they share issues by companies. That jargon, that business jargon age, it was, mm. was such little, if any, where they had to borrow from English because she, mm -hmm. Twasa, is such a good speaker. She doesn't have to borrow from, from English. He, that mm. guy, didn't have to borrow from English and you could still follow. I, I remember some guy calling, uh, messaging them like, you guys, I'm doing my, said he was doing his master's in economics, sort of, it's like, I found this conversation so interesting. Like, just to show the depth of the conversation, they didn't even have to sure. dilute the quality of the conversation for the sake of making sure that they don't run out of words to use. They still had okay. that. It was still a rich conversation. Was, she was still asking good questions, and she didn't necessarily have to borrow from from uh, uh, English or, or the, the English business. So, 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 to your, so your, your question about um, what if someone... It's turned off by that, by that strong language. Uh, well, that's going to be a hard one. But if you listen to a Twasa talking about business, having such a good question, would you rather would you rather really be listening to Mofliv asking about area codes, bruh? In English, just because you missed a word or two that Twasa used that you don't know what it means. No, if but maybe saving... my question to you is okay, you listen to the show. Okay. What's interest rates then in Sisword? I think they call it Diabo, yeah. Which is okay, that one is an easy one. 
ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุกคนก็ทุก
what I would call an esoteric concern, man. Yeah. Keeping, yeah. preserving them for preserving sake. Yeah. If you actually wanted to use them, yeah. these languages, yeah. for very particular purposes, we would really find a way to speak. It's like English. We don't want to use English other than to prove to our others that we speak we, it better than them. I mean, that's yeah. all it's for. It's about yeah. how do you sound? Does it come from the nose? How are you pronouncing shit? It's got nothing to do with helping us actually communicate. The functional purpose of it, yeah. And if we move more to the functional, maybe we can start developing it for other purposes. And but I think... Definitely, yeah, definitely agree. I think Tanzania too takes a good decision, to be honest. Because it means that Twasa is not at a corner, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. She can come to the center. Yeah. Who we all saying, no man, that's a good speaker. Mm-hmm. Now she's in a corner of Sutu people. Yeah. Who are not even people from Lesotho, but they're just yeah. Sutu people. Yeah. And in that Sutu bunch, they are the elite who can speak it better than others. Yeah, it's not that. I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Yeah. So because uh, then what's the point of language if not spoken? Because the it's like taking a book and putting it into archives and no one to ever read it. Then what's the point what of that book? Yeah, because that's what we're doing, just archiving it. So yeah. South African academics think through a lot of things. Yeah. But they publish in journals that don't speak to anybody. Yeah. Nobody reads the journals. They are not researchers in tv shows to help us understand some psychological elements of the character for example they are not in the news analyzing it's mainstream guys in the news so they're not publishing where they should be seen and should be part of how the country moves so that's what you would find a lot so that for me is is a a very big problem because I, i think if we chose one i don't mind which one we chose but what yeah, people, a lot do, of people who don't feel the same age, everyone minds which one is chosen. I think that's what makes it your... I, I don't, man. Okay, let's at least learn each other's language. Because the, the, the whole point, point of things, mm, yeah. the conversation we had 2012 was, how can we these languages become better? And you're like, I, if someone speaks in Benda and I respond in Soto yeah. and we both understand each other, yeah. that's it's a, a tough ask. Yeah, the tough ass. Yeah. But I do foresee the death of African languages. SABC is dying. Yeah. Soon enough, they're going to cut the shows. Soon yeah. enough, they're going to, to start under-budgeting. Mm. And eventually, we'll just hear I, there were no listeners. Yeah. Because now, the, grand peop- the grandmothers who are now in Venda yeah. are the ones who grew up here again. They are the, the, ones, the, ones. Yeah. They are the ones who now live back home where the audience is. And the people from Venda are the, my girl who I'm saying she and her friends grew up in the middle of rural Venda, but everybody speaks English. Those are now the audience that are left in, in Venda. My grandmother's gone. My father listens to Parapara once in a pink yeah. moon. Well, yeah. he does. He's got this afternoon show that he's always listening to because okay. the radio's always playing in the house. Well, my mother is just, even in the car, she switches it off. She's not even interested. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. Power, FM, whatever, she doesn't care. Yeah. So I'm trying to use these examples as 
gateways of understanding the society that is which is ours. So eventually they they gonna cut them, call them apartheid stations. Yeah, that's right. mm, I foresee that because you know what they've also done with their management. Uh, so a lot of station managers were fired. Bro. So, but I think it also is because I think that the because the Venek stations, but they are hit both by people speaking less of Venek and now it's also the SABC and radio and just in general struggling. So, so they hit, they so hit by feels like a, mm. And so, so what they did is they they put radio stations and, in and clusters. They, wait, wait, wouldn't yeah. be so on a podcast. I was going to say like. I was going to say that uh, it would be said like we we can argue about how radio is no longer relevant, but mm. yo, when there's no longer much radio, no longer city, what's left? There's this vacuum because for every metro, I mean we can always replace metro with Megis podcast. We don't but really say again. Of months of station, like a station can come up. You know what I mean? There's there's ne- there'll never be a vacuum. There'll never be a vacuum. Right. You know what I mean? But should there be no more trading anymore? That's mm. the end of China, because I can't think of any other place where it exists exactly. publicly. Other than exactly. in, even in academia, it's not even publicly. You, you still have to register to study the language sure. if, that, if that's if, even if that's uh, if that's even available. You know what I mean? So as much as radio is dying, and I don't mind that. I mean, radio summit is old school, but shame can at least those ones survive. Can at least the next stage because that's the only thing that's left. Come narrate. Yeah, the but you will be panicking on the basis that H O. I don't know this word properly. Can you help me? I don't know this word. I did that Zulu narration. Who the hell cares, man? At least we've got Zulu guys in a mind somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, who's like who's about... this Nigerian? Who's like who's this a Nigerian readings? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had um... to find them, you would be struggling to find them. So hey man, it's 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 difficult, man. It's such a painful thing. And I think we we so I just mentioned something. Um it's gonna be tough, man. Yeah, sure. Yeah, obviously, man. Yeah, this is this is not an easy one, yeah. Definitely not an easy one. Um, so ish, I nah, I don't know, man. But it's looking, it's looking it's bleak. This future is looking very bleak. I won't lie, yeah. because, hey, man, because I can even see me interactions with other vendor people. There's still a lot of English there necessarily. Yeah. Hey, so hey, man, ish. they they are important stations. It's good that Mutoding was celebrating. You said how many years? I think, think Mutoding is 58, and Lisedi is like 61. Yeah. That's a long time, man. That's a long time. But maybe some part but of which, it which, which could be a bad thing. I mean, like, could be approaching the end of its uh, useful life. <laughs> it's accounting yeah. for that, yeah. So it's not necessarily a bad, a good thing that they've been around for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they probably haven't, like, changed. I'm sure if you listen to the first one and the one playing now, uh, uh, to, be, to be fair, to be fair, man, I know you, you like to say about this guy uh, excited about what you got. Um, because here's another big problem now. Even if they did, even if they revamped, even if they have such good content, are people that interested to start with? I don't think people are interested in the purest thing. Me, I'm no, not, not even the purest thing. Just in general, Anna. just the association, just the association with the languages. What they think when they think of mm-hmm. as a sort of station. The attitude about it, like, uh, like I said, but you can't trust about their show. They cover content that 
I would normally even listen to on 5FM and I used to listen to 5FM back in the days. They would cover it and in a very interesting way they, they talk about interesting things, age. But no one would ever think to tune into let's say to listen to people talk about global warming, for example. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't think of them as a station to be talking about something like that. And hence I even asked for that article here, I am bare about reimagining, but he was talking about the townships, but just mm. reimagining how your sure, languages. Yeah, what our languages represent. Because when when you hear, so Mutsudin once did this. Um, it's not an audition, but almost. So it's for Youth Month, back in, I think it was 2019 or last year. I can't remember where you had to send in a demo to, and you co-host the afternoon drive or something. Mm. So, but then obviously to 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 pump it up, you you'd have to share it on social media, and whoever gets the most shares or likes, or whatever, would be the one to come in and co-host the afternoon drive. All, all the the demos and the recordings was just someone doing saboka sabo I don't know what you guys call that thing. Where that praise, uh, I don't know what it's called in English. Um, praise ones. Yeah, ones. like when you think of your, so, so that's what all person think. Look, no one ever thought. You know what? Everybody's talking about uh, Bitcoin these days. Let me do a link. In Twana about Bitcoin, or everyone is talking about artificial intelligence. Everyone is talking about, you know, modern. Let's talk about my piano in Setswana. Why couldn't someone do yeah. a demo about that? Everyone feels the need to say like, all the demos. It's just that's all you could hear because that's what they think when they hear Motuidi Setswana Station. So reimagining what the lang- these languages represent. That yes, they are just languages like any other languages. It's just that they are mediums of communicating something. They are not this, mm-hmm. they are not just this, uh, what's the word, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? This attempts of history, like, yeah, like, okay, yeah, you want to remember your roots, because that's when you hear okay. such like, oh, you want to remember your roots, you are proud of your roots. No, I'm not proud of my roots, I'm just speaking another language. Much like a French person speaks French, but also speaks English, kind of. Yeah, that's what you-, you never think, when someone speaks French, you're like, wow, this guy's so proud of his French heritage. <laughs> You just think it's just the guy who speaks two languages, sometimes speaking English, sometimes because it's another language. You don't think, wow, so they are this so is what I mean by yeah. colonialism. And people think it's about us trying to speak with white people and yeah. them calling us monkeys or whatever. That's a separate yeah. thing. But what colonial history then does is that after the history is done, after they after they've now not formalized it, yeah. all you are left with is to think of your things as this things for your heritage it's not yeah. stuff to your, live with yeah it's not your, mm. what would help is to take the language and put it in the mundane activities in life just like the normal things we talk about like i'm saying piano talk about my piano let's talk about it from that sense but what has fascinated me and maybe we can touch on this some other time is why has music never failed mm. in speaking its yeah, language yeah. like never yeah, shame. We don't have yeah. years back. The soil can still do a full Kosa song and go and perform it everywhere. In Venda, in in Tanin, they can go to London. And it will be received well, yeah. And we don't think, wow, they are so proud of their Kosa heritage. We just think they just they just made a song. Using language, yeah. Yeah, just using another language that's available to be used, yeah. And it's not even slang. Sometimes they do try to go really hard with the language. Yeah. So some, so it's a song where I had to ask a Zulu person, and the Zulu person themselves said, "Hey, but oh. this guy is not Zulu. Why is he using such deep Zulu language?" Yeah. 
um, something like Kaibozi, which is a way of speaking. So even they can go that far without it being this uh, headline you're news. Of your culture, you're part of your culture. It's Heritage Month. Let everyone speak their language <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's about like, fine. Used to like this one, Marapula, Armaroti, Marotiapula. So there was a time where because he's now a, which is yeah. a pot. Yeah. You should always go and meet him. Ah, Malala Evela, like yeah. it's yeah. public <laughs> under. Which is fine, but hey, yeah. so you're right. There's a way we need to get it to this Monday, just a day to day. Yeah, without it being always like today is the 24th of September, Heritage Day. Today, I'm going to spend the whole day speaking to so Sure. Uh, Need not be there. Need not be. There. I remember I was emceeing some gig with vendor people, and I told them I'll pay for the fundraising each time I use an English word. Oh man, it was yeah. difficult. Like stuff like so. Yeah. And okay. then I was just falling apart over there. It ended up just being a mess. Yeah. It was a good idea. So, so your entire fee ended up being donated. It wasn't even if it was like a church thing with the church oh, guys. Oh, oh, so it, it was not so, even a big gig, yeah. But there was like a fundraising going on, so I had to do Oh, so you're donating to the fundraiser. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am gonna let me go. Yeah, I'm trying to. Ah, uh, uh, but if you need to record another one, but soon, not, not in the